Hey fam, hello, 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 family, I'm here, <clears throat> excuse me, with a word, okay child, I'm here with a word, and the Lord, he just blessed me, like as soon as I, promise you, as soon as I open my eyes, um, I did have a couple notifications on my phone, so I ain't gonna care back, and like as soon as I open my eyes, but when I open my eyes and I put my AirPods in my ears and I started listening to my music, the Lord just began to speak to me, child. But he started speaking to me like two nights ago. But he had just gave me more of a download, right? And the Lord says that we are entering a chapter. We're entering a season called beauty. You are about to see the beauty from everything you've went through. Mm, 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 mm. And the Lord, he just want me to come on here. He want me to talk to you about John chapter 21. And I'm going to start reading it. Later, Jesus appeared again to the disciples beside the Sea of Galilee. This is how it happened. Several other disciples were there. Simon Peter, Thomas nicknamed the twin, Nathaniel from Cana, and Galilee. And the sons of Zebedee and two other disciples. Simon Peter said, I'm going fishing. We'll come too, they all said. So they went out in the boat, but they caught nothing all night. At dawn, Jesus was standing on the beach, but the disciples couldn't see who he was. He called out, fellows, have you caught any fish? So I want you to put yourself right there. You've been up toiling trying to figure out what's my purpose what's my identity lord what 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 fish what fish do you need me to go catch you trying to be a fisher of men child you've put your all into being devoted and wanting to serve the lord and still you haven't caught nothing you ain't even caught nothing right and they said, no, they replied. Then he said, throw out your net on the right-hand side of the boat and you will get some. So the Lord, he had, when he when I heard this part, the Lord was like, you got to change your perspective. He said, you got to begin to believe in yourself. When you cast this net to the right side, you're going to believe in yourself. When you cast this net to the right side, you're going to change your perspective. You're no longer going to go into a situation and defeat it. Mm, child, you ever, the Lord had to rebuke me on this. <laughs> okay, I'm catching myself. You ever, you ever go into a situation already defeated, like, mm, I don't even know how this is going to work. Uh, I don't even know, this ain't going to happen. And you be planning for it not happening. You got to change your mindset. You got to rebuke that way of thinking. Because God is saying you are victorious. You are a champion. You are more than a conqueror. Do you understand? You are above and not beneath. You are the head and not the tail. And God needs you to walk like that. Stop planning for what goes wrong. And he says, choose the plan for what is right. Organize your day every day in victory. Stop saying if. What you mean if? I hear God say, what do you mean if? Anything is possible if a person believes. He said, you got to change your perspective. Now when you throw this net, you're going to throw it on the right side. On that left side, you wasn't catching nothing. But now you're going to throw it on the right side. You're going to start believing in yourself. You're going to start thinking out of victory and not out of defeat. You are going to come in. You're going to bulldoze through what God said is yours. 
So they did it. And they couldn't haul in the net because there were so many fish in it. God says, once you believe in yourself, once you say, you know what, I can do this. I am qualified. I will I will throw my net to the right side. I'm going to listen to the Lord. I'm going to do what the Lord says. He said, watch, watch how many fish you haul in. Watch how many souls you begin to harvest. Watch how your life begins to change. Watch the abundance that enters into your life when you choose to believe in yourself. Stop thinking little of yourself, God. I said he did not create you to be little. He said he created you to be a giant. He said, do you know how big your father is? Do you understand how big your father is? And he says, I live inside of you. He said, I created you to be able to be a champion. You are a pure bread. Hold on, family. Hold on. Sorry, that was my child. And she she's a, she's not going to walk away. So I had to answer her. <laughs> okay, knock and the door will be open, child. That's for somebody. Then the disciples, Jesus loved, said to Peter, it's the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his tunic for he had stripped from work, jumped into the water and headed to shore. See, a lot of times God be saying, you can do that. Start that business. Start that ministry. Start that clothing line. Start, start, start branding yourself. That be God, right? And we hear it. But we don't quite know it's him, right? And then when you finally see his hand touch it, when you see him breathe on it, when you see him bless it, you'll be like, yes, you really did say that. You really did tell me to do this. You really did tell me to do that. Sometimes we become too familiar with the voice of the Lord that we don't even realize that he's the one who gave us the vision. He gave us the dream. Child. The other stayed with the boat and pulled the load Pulled the loaded net to shore for they were only about a hundred yards from shore. When they got there, they found breakfast waiting for them. Fish cooking over a charcoal fire and some bread. See, when Jesus put his hand in it, it don't matter how long you've been toiling. It don't matter how long you've been waiting. But it's about the word of God. It's about his word going forth and producing plenty of fruit, child. That's what it is about. It's about not leaning on your own understanding, not arguing, but being like, all right, I'm going to cast my net. You told me to cast this net. Let me go get this net. I'm going to cast this net on the right side this time. That is what God is looking for. He's looking for your obedience. Will you be obedient in what God is telling you to do? A lot of you are sitting on your, 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 your legacy. God wants you to start working on your legacy. He wants to feed the generations by what he is birthing through you. And God is saying you sitting on it. He said you sitting on it because you are afraid. He said you're sitting on it because you don't believe in yourself. He said you're sitting on it because you doubt yourself. And he's saying, listen, he believes in you. If God believes in you, he said, I wouldn't have told you to do this if I didn't think you were capable of doing it. He said, I'm telling you to do these things because I know you can do it. And although you might not have any fish yet, God is saying, all you got to do is lean on to my word. He said, lean on to my word. That's all he needs you to do. Men cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the Lord's mouth. Do you understand me? Every word. So it might look like, well, Lord, where am I going to get the funds? Where am I going to get the idea? Where am I going to get this? Where am I going to get? It could be a million questions on why or how you're going to be able to do it. But God is saying, well, you trust me anyway. 
He said, with men, it's impossible. He said, but with me, with God, all things is possible. Don't lean on to your own understandings. Yeah, God is telling you big things. He's giving you a big vision. But he said, I made it big so you'll come back to me. I made it big so you can't get the glory from this. He said, trust me. Mm. And know that I believe in you. God says, know that he believes in you. If God be for you, who can be against you, child? You can't even be against yourself when God for you because he's so good. He's so good. Because listen, God will be like, you can do it. And I'll be like, you're right, Lord. I can do it. The Lord will be like, Jay, you're more than a conqueror. And I'll be like, you're right, Lord. I am more than a conqueror. Like, God, you, you can't even be against yourself. How good is God that he'll rebuke you for looking at yourself too small? He'll rebuke you and be like, uh-uh, you a giant. What you talking about? Mm, you a force. You not no, no, no weak, no weak, what? piece of grass on the floor. You're not one of them. You are more than a conqueror. You are powerful. You got the spirit in you that raised Christ from the dead, child. You are not a small thing. You are not little. See, the enemy, he wants to hide your identity from you because the moment you tap into that power, the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. That's why the enemy keeps on telling you you won't amount to nothing. That's why the enemy keeps on telling you that you are not a child of God. That's why the enemy keeps on trying to hide your identity from you. That's why the enemy wants you to keep your mouth closed. That's why the enemy don't want you to find your potential. Every time you feel like you're about to do something, it's that small, still voice that says you're not capable. But we rebuke that voice today in the name of Jesus. I silence that voice within you in the name of Jesus that says you can't. And I speak life. I speak you can. I speak that you can do it. I speak that you are powerful. I speak that that God will put his hand in it and you will experience the resurrection power of Christ Jesus. That's what I speak. And I decree and declare that in the name of Jesus and no demon, devil, and hell can prevail up against it. Do you understand? Because God's word has went forth in your life. It is going to produce the fruit in the name of Jesus. That's what I know. He said, bring some of the fish you just caught, Jesus said. So Simon Peter went abroad and dragged the net to the shore. There were 153 large fish, and yet the net had not torn. So God is saying when he breathes on your ministry, he said when he breathes on your finances, when he breathes on your business, when he breathes over your womb, whether spiritual or in the natural, he's saying whatever he breathes on, he said he wants you to bring it back to him. He wants you to bring it back to him, child. He wants you to bring it back to him. Yes, it's going to be much, but he said, I want you to bring it back to me because I want to multiply that. He says, I want to multiply it. Not only am I going to supply you with the fish, says the Lord, but he said, I'm going to help you cook it, says the Lord. He said, I'm going to help you get, get the fire ready for it. He said, listen, I'm not just going to leave you with the fish and have you sitting there like, what am I going to do with all these fish? But God said, he's going to show you how to distribute it. God is saying, he's going to show you with that business plan, how to multiply it. He says, listen, when he does a thing, it's not small. He says, so when, when, when the things start turning around for you, he says, I want you to bring it back to me. Yes, it's going to be a lot, but he said, bring it back all to me. He said, because I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what's the next step. He said, I'm going to tell you where to invest it. He said, I'm going to tell you where you're going to go next. See, a lot of you, 
You about to take off. It's about to be an overnight thing. One minute you're going to be laying in your bed. Next minute you're going to be on a plane somewhere on your way to go get preach the gospel. That's how fast it's going to be because God does not do things slow. He is going to make it speedily. He said, because you've been sitting on this too long. And my children have been hungry for what's inside of you for too long. He said, so you're about to take off. He said, you're about to go from the pit to the palace very quickly. Very quickly are people going to begin to send for you. And he's saying, listen, I need you to come back to me because you're going to need provision. I'm going to tell you where to go. I want to tell you how to get there. God is in every little detail. The Lord will tell you exactly what plane to get on, what seat to get in, what hotel to stay in, what person to walk up to and bless. It's people, right, that is waiting on what's inside of you. And God is saying he needs you to release it. You can't shrink back no longer because it's his souls. They are waiting for your word to go forth, child. Just like Elizabeth. Mm, 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 mm. Elizabeth was sitting there. Elizabeth was six months, child. She was sitting there with her child but the holy spirit didn't hit him yet child listen because remember the promise was that the baby was going to be filled with the spirit before it was even born it took for mary to walk in that room and just greet elizabeth and the baby within her leaped and you carry that anointing says the lord he says people are waiting for you to enter into the room for their babies to leap who child i'm telling you the truth god is so good can i tell you something real quick about just trusting the lord all i do the lord begins he be just telling me what the word about i go sit down and then i'll be like father use me just use me and that's all it takes is just surrendering to him lord use me Mm. I be sitting here and I be having like these one-on-ones with people and I don't know nothing about these people but God will just give me the download child and I'll just begin to speak into their life and they begin to confirm that what thus say of the Lord is what thus say of the Lord and he blows my mind I don't think God can stop blowing my mind and I'm testifying because I need you to know that you don't have to have every I dotted and every T crossed the Lord. He goes and prepares the way for you. He prepares prepares the way and he tells you what to say. The words that God puts on your tongue is not yours. It's his word, child. And it just springs forth. It's just a river. It's just a river, child. Let him fill you with this water. Let him fill your belly. Mm. And it says, he said, now come and have some breakfast. God is saying he wants to feast with you. He said, it's time for the banquet. He said, he has fattened this calf. He said, come on. I want to feast with you. Just do what I tell you. If you cast the net to the right side and you change your perspective, we will feast together. He said he don't want to see you hungry. He don't want to see you living in lack. He doesn't want to see you flourishing. He has come to give you life and life more abundantly. And that's what he is looking for. He said he want to feast with you. None of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Then Jesus served them the bread and the fish. This was the third time Jesus had appeared to his disciples since he had raised from the dead. After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied. You know I love you. Oh, this is my part. Then feed my lambs. Mm, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, child. Jesus told him, Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said. You know I love you. Then take care of my sheep. Mm. Jesus said a third time, he asked him, 
Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep, child. Let me finish reading first. I tell you the truth. When you were young, you were able to do what you liked. You dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted to go. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and others will dress you and take you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to him to let him know by what kind of death he would glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Mm. And remind you, this is the Peter that just denied him. But my God is so rich. He's so rich in the grace and mercy for the ones that he knows that love him. Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. God knew that in that moment, even when Peter betrayed him, he knew that he still loved him. He was just afraid. It was so he was preserved. It wasn't his time to die yet. Child. So what the ain't meant for bad, God still used it for good because he preserved Peter. Remember, Jesus like, I have a lot lost. None of the ones that you gave me except the one headed for destruction as the scriptures foretold, child. That's what Jesus said. So God wants you, if you say you love him, he said, feed my people. Each morning that you wake up. On your mind daily is, Lord, I want to feed your sheep. How can I feed your sheep? I want to I wanna take care of your lambs. I want to watch over them. I want to be a shepherd to your people. Uh, just anoint me, Father. Fill me so I can feed the multitudes, Lord. That's what God wants. That's the prayer. That's how God wants you to surrender. Just be willing to submit and do what he tells you. One thing I love when I be reading the Bible, I was reading... um out of first Samuel. I was reading like about um when David got anointed and all that. But I loved when like the people were pursuing David trying to kill him and stuff and David still be like, should I go? Lord, should I go? And like how God was like, yes, go. You going you gonna win. Like that's all God wants is for you to submit and be like, Lord, what you want me to do? And he gonna tell you what to do. He's gonna tell you what to do. And then you just do it. Remember what Jesus' mom said? She was like, do whatever he tell you. Just do it. Just do what he tells you to do. Child, he said, fill them jars. You better fill them jars. <laughs> she's talking about Don't argue with him. Do it. It might not make any sense. The Lord might be like, okay, well, go open up three bank accounts. You don't know. And he'd be like, Lord, what am I going to open up a bank account for? And I don't even got, I don't, I, I, I'm overdrafting in this account. He could be like, nah, I'm about to fill them. The way I'm about to fill these bank accounts up is going to run over. You can't just have it all in one. You need, you need multiple. Because I'm giving you multiple streams of income. Who speak Holy Spirit. Move Holy Spirit. <laughs> Who move Lord. But you see how good he is. God, he, he, his ways ain't nothing like your ways. His thoughts ain't nothing like your thoughts. God is speaking multiple streams, child. Multiple streams of income. He says, where you once were disgraced, he said, I am going to honor you. Mm. Where there was lack, you shall see a surplus, child. That is what God is speaking today. Uh, Peter turned around and saw behind them the disciples Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? Peter asked Jesus, what about him, Lord? Jesus replied, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? As for you, 
follow me. Stay in your lane, child. God got this lane for you. Don't be looking over at other people's cars and seeing how they driving, seeing how they sitting, seeing how the house moving. And what I'm saying is don't be looking at other people's ministries, seeing how they operate and trying to, to mimic that. Don't be worried about how people running their businesses. You do what God tells you to do. Don't worry about it. If God want them to drive their car like that, that's how God want them to drive their car. But he said, after you, you follow me. So he's saying, what I do, you do. When I move, you move just like that. That's what the Lord is saying, okay? Mm, period. That's exactly what he's saying. So the rumor spread among the community of believers that the disciples wouldn't die. That this disciple wouldn't die. But that isn't what Jesus said at all. He only said, if I want to want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? Jesus, this disciple is the one who testifies to these events and has recorded them here. And we know that his account of these things is accurate. Jesus also did many other things. If there were if they were all written down, I suppose the whole world could not contain the books that would be written. Mm, my God. Ooh, he's such a good guy. <laughs> he's such a good guy. This, this, the, he, basically, what he's saying is, this Bible is a small fraction of all that God has done. Child, nothing is impossible with God. Surrender your will to him. God will blow your mind. I hear the Lord saying in the next 24 hours, he said he can change your mind. He said he can change your life. He can move some things around. He said, do you believe he can do it? Do you believe that God can change that situation in 24 hours? Do you believe it? Do you believe that he can resurrect that thing? Do you believe that? Mm. Child. But I want to talk real quick about John. And let's go back up to verse 20. Peter turned around and saw behind him, behind them the disciple Jesus loved, the one who had leaned over to Jesus during the supper and asked, Lord, who will betray you? I love how John knows his identity. He knows that Jesus loves him child and when you know that jesus love you mm, it can't it ain't nothing nobody can do it ain't nothing that nobody can say when you know that jesus loves you child because if jesus loves me how can you be against me if jesus is for me how can you be against me child i'm gonna pray for you i'm gonna let you go <laughs> unless the Holy Spirit won't say anything else but i'm gonna pray father god in the name of jesus Lord, I just want to thank you. I thank you, Father, for just believing in us. I thank you, Father, that you are willing and ready to act on each one of our behalf, Lord. Father, I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your grace, Lord. I thank you for your wisdom, Lord God. I just thank you, Lord, because you are truly just Oh, just good, Lord. You everything, Jesus. I can't even just say one word. You everything that I can possibly think of, of that's good and more. Because you just good, Lord. But, Father, I'm praying for this child receiving this word. I'm praying that she begins to believe in herself. By believing in the fact that you believe in her, Lord. Father, encourage her, Lord. Strengthen her, Father God. Be her refuge. Be her safe place, Father. Be her shelter. But Lord, I pray that you breathe on whatever it is that she is trying to do for your kingdom. I pray that your will will be done in her life. And that your kingdom come, Father God, in her life. 
I pray that when she walks into the room, Father, she blesses people by the presence of God that is within her, Jesus. Lord, I speak that she is the head and not the tail. I speak that she is above and not beneath. I speak that all that she puts her hands to will be blessed, Father. That everything that she does for your kingdom, she will have favor, Lord. Shower her with favor. Lord, I pray that supernatural miracles begin to happen in her life, Jesus. That she will be unrecognizable. That people won't even be able to see her past your glory. Give her that anointing you gave Moses that the Israelites couldn't even look at him because the glory that was on his face, Father. The way that your glory shone. The way that your glory was just thick around him, Father God. I pray that over her, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I just say, have your way. Have your way. I activate the Holy Spirit over her life, Father God. We open up the floodgates of heaven, Lord, and let all good things pour out unto her. Allow her to be so oily, Lord, that she just leaves a trail as she goes to and from. Allow people to begin to seek her after this oily trail that follows her, Lord, as she leaves her, your souls back to you, Lord. I speak that no longer will she be having a mindset of defeat, but her mindset switches. She casts her net to the other side, Lord, and she begins to become victorious. Shower her with those good things, Lord. And it's in your name that I say, take all the glory, honor, and praise because I don't want it. You take it, Lord. It's in your name. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen, family. Okay. God can do it. He can do it and it's not going to be long, child. It's not going to be long if you believe him. He says he is quick to act. He said, get ready. He said, for those that believe in me. He said, I'm telling you, for those that believe in me, it's about to be a supernatural shift in your life to the ones that believe in me. The ones that will hold on to this word. The ones that will store this word in their heart. And they will not let the enemy come and take it from them. He said, you will see it. You will see the fruits of this word in your life. He said, guard this seed and do not let the gates of hell try to steal this word from you. But store this treasure in your heart. Mm. And I rebuke every demon devil that will try to come up against this word. I set a Holy Ghost fire hedge of protection around this word and around each and every soul that this word goes to. I place a hedge of protection around them, Father God. In the name of Jesus. And I speak dominion, Lord. Take, Give that person dominion over this seed, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Whew. Tell that devil, back up. This is my word. God's going to do a new thing in my life. I'm casting my net to the right side. You better speak it out your mouth. You got power in your mouth. You got, the, the, you got life and death in your tongue. That's the power you hold in your tongue. That's why you got to speak things. You got to activate it in the name of Jesus. You want to say, I'm moving. I'm, I'm doing big things for the kingdom. Okay. I'm shaking the gates of hell, okay? I'm knocking them doors off the hinges and I'm going boldly in there and I'm taking the souls back. I'm taking all that's back, okay? Because listen, a lot of you, 
God has shown me in the spirit piles and piles of boxes, child. And it's 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 because those are the things that the enemy has stolen from your bloodline. But I see you kick it in the dough, child. I see you kick it in that dough. <laughs> Wave at that holy fofo, okay? And you take it back with your words. In the name of Jesus, okay? You about to let off rounds in the spirit when you go in there and get your stuff. And listen, every demonic spirit gonna have to bend. Every we're gonna do a holy drive-by in in, in 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 the in that little small kingdom of darkness, and we're getting back our stuff, okay? And you know how we're gonna do this? We're gonna speak the word of God over ourselves. That's how you do a holy drive-by. You speak the word over yourself, and you begin to say all that is yours in the name of Jesus. What God tells you to do, you do it, okay? That's what we about to do, child. So I love you. So, 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 so much, child. I be getting hype because the Lord, he just take a hold of me, child. I just got to preach this word. Y'all already know. You know. You know. If you know, you know. It's just the rivers. It don't be me. So, I love you so, 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 so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.